0: God's Word is a fire in my bones, and I cannot keep it in. We are not building an institution or a program. We are building the Kingdom of God.
1: This is Do Not Keep Silent. Welcome into Do Not Keep Silent. I'm your host, Jason DeZurek. Tonight, going to dig into how to read the Bible. This is Do Not Keep Silent. Find us online at donotkeepsilent.com. Uh, don't be a push over this is. Do not keep silent. I'm your host, Jason Zurich. Appreciate you being with me here for this half hour of the program. Again, you can take a look at our parent ministry, Worldview Warriors at worldviewwarriors.org. That's worldviewwarriors.org. Brand new resources coming out a lot. I'll just say that. Weekly resources through our blog and podcast. Also, we do have resources available there on in paperback, our books, as well as Kindle. We have one hardcover book now, fantasy novel, written by Charlie Wolcott. You can find it there at worldviewwarriors.org. It's called Call to Arms. The trumpet has sounded a declaration of war and the need for soldiers to answer the call is greater than ever. Friends, this deadly war is not between two nations of state and politics, but between opposing powers of hidden realms. You can go find out more about that at worldviewwarriors.org Click the tab there for you to find out where you can find that at, Call to Arms written by Charlie Wolcott Also, do want you to know, that's not the only new resource that we've had come out recently The Teacher Study Guide Through Ecclesiastes written by Katie Erickson Friends, who is The Teacher? Well, to find that out. <laughs> also, what wisdom can we learn from this teacher? And is everything under the sun truly meaningless, as it seems the author of this book writes? Friends, the book of Ecclesiastes may be known for being depressing and, well, meaningless, but we do encourage you to take a journey through this book with the author. Katie Erickson, be encouraged to find meaning in your own life through the wisdom of the teacher. Again, you can find those at worldviewwarriors.org. That's worldviewwarriors.org. Many other resources are available there as well. Let's get started, though, tonight, how to read the Bible. Friends, there's really three approaches to understanding the Bible, what, what are those? Well, the, the unthoughtful approach. There's the thoughtful approach, and there's even the hypercritical or unfaithful approach. Friends, I do encourage you to go check out the Gospel of Mark just a bit. Mark contrasts the attitude of little children with that of the rich young man in the 10th chapter of his Gospel. You can see that in chapter 10 of Mark 13 through 13. 31 there. On the one hand, Jesus praises the simple faith of the children saying, to such belong the kingdom of heaven. But on the other hand, Jesus shakes his head in sadness as the young man, the young, you know, rich young ruler, walks away because he could not put his faith in action. And really he was exposing it as not real faith after all. Friends, the rich young man could not take the step of faith. He had well, to remain the captain, so to speak, of his own ship. He walked away from the greatest opportunity ever presented to him. Why? Well, because he, he just couldn't let go of control. Friends, a child does not captain his or her own ship. It is an act of faith to get into a boat of which you are not the captain. You you are on someone else's timetable. Friends, you are not in charge and you can't leave. A child is constantly waiting for someone else. Just just think about that. Consider it. Life revolves completely around another person's goals and values. Childhood is one aspect for me personally that I'm glad it's over, but at the same time. Won't We all always be a child, at least in one way or another? I mean, think about it for a moment. Won't maturity always be infinitely less than God's own maturity? Won't there always be an infinite gap between all that I know and can know and what God knows? Friends, as we get started here, the Bible begins with faith, an assertion that God is there. In the beginning, God. Children express faith easily. I mean, think about it, friends. In your own town, you know, children come to church Wednesday nights and ask Jesus to come into their hearts. When children hear the word of God, they accept it without many of them thinking. In fact, this is the first way we learn to read the Bible. But it is the unthoughtful approach. Friends, as we get started here, the unthoughtful approach to Scripture, please hear this, fails to recognize the difference that context makes when reading a passage. It doesn't understand or recognize the difference between the Old and New Testaments. It doesn't see any nuance at all. It lacks historical context and perspective. I mean, the words of Peter might as well come from David or Moses. It makes no difference to the unthoughtful reader of Scripture. The poetry, the nuance, the beauty of Scripture might as well read like a list of well, legal prohibitions, because the unthoughtful reading cannot grasp the difference. Are you hearing that? I sure hope so. And you're considering it. Some might call this, if you will, a Sunday school knowledge of the Bible. It is an immature view of the Bible. But it is at least faithful to God in that it carries an implicit trust in. In God and His Word. However, what we Christians have been slow to recognize is that this unthinking approach to Scripture sadly has left our children unable to withstand the Gale Force Society onslaught against the Christian worldview that we are now all experiencing in this nation. If you're a true follower of Christ, you know what I'm talking about. Therefore, each person who has a childlike faith is going to have to adopt one of the other two approaches. So let's continue on here. The second approach, friends, it's a thoughtful and faithful approach to Scripture. Again, the first approach is the unthoughtful approach. The second approach is a thoughtful and faithful approach to Scripture. This is reading the Bible while fully aware of the metaphor, of poetry, and ultimate message of overall scripture with an intent to obey it. Faithful, mature Christianity deeply studies the Bible so as to understand how we ought to live out a life of obedience to God through His Word and how to rightfully love our neighbor. And not just love our neighbor, but to love God as well. Go check out First John 5, 1 through 5 to understand what I am talking about here. Friends, we need to not just love others as we, well, we've been so well trained to love, love. We need to love others. Yes. But if we do not love God first, does loving others really matter? I ask because even Jesus says the first commandment is to love God with all of your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. We need to do the first before we can really do the second. And how do we love? Well, keeping God's commandments. If there are things in the Bible you don't like, If there's actions that the Bible tells you not to do, and you decide you are going to do them, do you really love God? Again, the second approach is a thoughtful and faithful approach to Scripture. This is reading the Bible while fully aware of the metaphor, poetry, and ultimate message of overall Scripture, and here's the key, with an intent to obey it. Faithful, mature Christianity deeply studies the Bible so as to understand how we ought to live out a life of obedience to God through His Word and how to rightly love our neighbor. The third approach, I'll get to that in just a moment. It's also a thoughtful approach. You are tuned in. To do not keep silent. Find us online at Do Not Keep Silent com that's do not keep silent. com.
0: This is the Worldview Warriors Fastcast, your daily spiritual energy drink. With your host, Jason Desurick.
1: Many years ago we heard the phrase a fundamental transformation of the United States of America. I think it is safe to say that many, if not most of us really didn't know what this phrase really meant at the time. Some people were willing to call it out for what they saw as a direct attack on our foundational beliefs laid near the beginning of our nation's founding, and they were ridiculed for being well-closed-minded or even accused of being hateful or racist to those wanting this fundamental transformational change. Well, friends, I think we now see the result of this attempted fundamental transformation of our nation and even of the Christian faith. To find out more about this, go to our blog and look for our posting entitled The Foundation Matters.
0: Find us online at worldviewwarriors.org. This is the Worldview Warriors Fastcast, your daily spiritual energy drink with your host, Jason Zurich.
1: We all need to ask ourselves this question, who do we trust? We need to seek and search asking questions and genuinely looking for the truth. Absolute truth will set you free, real truth. Not your truth or my truth, but Almighty God truth. You know, do you really want to be free though? I encourage you to read 1 Corinthians 13 where it tells us that love is patient, love is kind, love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. Ah, there is that word again, friends truth. To dig more into this, go find our blog post titled, United We Stand, Divide We Fall. Find us online
0: at worldviewwarriors.org
1: Yeah, go find us online at worldviewwarriors.org. That's worldviewwarriors.org. Again, I so appreciate you taking time to tune in to the program. And let's continue on here. Well, regarding how to read the Bible shared with you two ways. You can read the Bible and I'll dig into the last one here in just a bit. There are three approaches to understanding the Bible. There's the unthoughtful approach that I shared with you very briefly there, you know, a childlike faith, the unthoughtful approach to scripture fails to recognize the difference that context makes when reading the Bible It doesn't understand or recognize the difference, for instance, between the Old and the New Testaments. And, you know, if you're reading something and it's the Apostle Paul speaking it, it might as well be David or Moses. It just doesn't seem to matter. Also, another approach would be the thoughtful approach. Again, the second approach, the thoughtful approach and faithful approach to Scripture is reading the Bible while fully aware of the metaphor, poetry, and all ultimate message of overall Scripture with, with an intent to obey it. Faithful, mature Christianity deeply studies the Bible so as to understand how we ought to live out a life of obedience to God through His Word and how to rightfully love our neighbor. Friends the third approach it's also a thoughtful approach but in hypercriticism of the bible this approach imports a distrust an alien distrust of the word to the text it has neither faith nor obedience in sight it's very different from the second Rather, the individual intellect is held in higher authority than the Bible. And again, I do encourage you to take a good look in the mirror. How are you reading the Bible? I'm not asking you to take a look at your neighbor, to take a look at your spouse, to take a look at your children, or, you know, if you're a child, take a look at your parents. No, I'm encouraging you to take a look at yourself. Take a good look. In the mirror, are you, well, using this approach in reading the word of God? Again, individual intellect being held higher in authority than the Bible. If you will, each person decides for himself whether what he or she is reading is, well, in the Bible, if it's worthy of acceptance. Now, friends, this is completely foreign to how God expects us to read the Bible. First Corinthians thirteen eleven states, "When I was a child, I spoke like a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I gave up childish ways." And Hebrews six one through two states, "So we should, so we should be finished with the beginning lessons about Christ." We should not have to keep going back to where we started. We began our new life by turning away from the evil we did in the past and by believing in God. That's when we were taught about baptisms, laying out of hands on people, the resurrection of those who have died in the final judgment. Now we need to go forward to more mature teaching. Friends, I encourage you to go forward to more mature teaching. And friends, as it goes on to say in Hebrews 6, starting in verse 3, and that's what we will do if God allows, I do encourage you to really take a good look. Are you willing to mature and grow and become complete in the Lord, not lacking anything? Or do you just like where you're at? Again, I recommend to you to be faithful, thoughtful. And when reading Scripture, again, take a look at the second approach, which is a thoughtful and faithful approach to Scripture. This is reading the Bible while fully aware of the metaphor, poetry, and ultimate message of overall Scripture with an intent to obey it. Faithful, mature Christianity deeply studies the Bible so as to understand how we ought to live out a life of obedience to God through His Word and how to rightfully love our neighbor. Yes, friends, we need to... Love in all that we do. This is Do Not Keep Silent. You can find us online at DonotKeepSilent.com. That's DonotKeepSilent.com.
0: This is the Worldview Warriors Fastcast. Your daily spiritual energy drink with your host, Jason Zurich.:
1: Today, I'd like to encourage you to do a self-examination of your old life and answer some of these questions that I ask you today. Friends, if your child gets pregnant out of wedlock, who or what do you put your hope in? Could it be that you are putting your hope in something other than God Almighty? And if a family member ends up getting cancer or COVID, who or what do you ultimately put your hope in? And if someone you love loses their job, who or what do you put your faith, hope, and trust. Dig more in this idea at our blog post titled, What is your hope in? Find us online
0: at worldviewwarriors.org.
1: Yeah, go find us online at worldviewwarriors.org. That's worldviewwarriors.org. As I continue on here, friends, wrapping up the program, I just want to encourage you with some facts regarding the bible here the bible is a collection of 66 books by 44 authors written over a period of about 1500 years even though verse divisions were added in many years after the original writings there are a total of 31 ready for this 31,173 verses in the entire bible now that's a lot of words no other book can claim to have the variety of authorship over the amount of time than the bible and it is the best selling book of all time and with all that variety let's just be honest it can be a difficult book to read the bible is composed of a variety of literary literary types including history, poetry, wisdom literature, even prophecy. Friends, historical writings are ones that tell a story of what happened in history. They give accounts. So instead of story, they give an account. This includes such books as Genesis, Exodus, and even Ruth in the Old Testament. There's many others. There's also the four Gospels, In the New Testament, that would be Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Those are written by, well, (laughs) those who wrote the four Gospels. And again, Matthew, disciple of Jesus. John, disciple of Jesus. Mark wrote it, well, after Jesus. He's one of the first, though. And Luke, a doctor. If you want to get to know more about Jesus, I do encourage you to read all four Gospels. By the way, Gospel means good news of Jesus Christ. I should say good news. So the Gospel of Jesus Christ. The good news of Jesus Christ. And let's not forget, the book of Acts is in the New Testament as well. Historical books, friends, are Fairly self-explanatory. Again, as they tell us an account in a narrative form. Let's continue on. The, the primary poetry book in the Bible, well, it's Psalms. Although the book of Proverbs is considered poetry as well. There are also poetic sections in other writings as well. Friends, again, the book of Proverbs is also considered in the category of wisdom literature, because it provides wisdom for living our lives in a godly way. Other wisdom books include Ecclesiastes, Song of Solomon, and Job. Wisdom books provide us, well, with advice, with wisdom, on living and gaining godly wisdom. There are prophecy books as well, and friends, since we're wrapping up here, wanted to let you know about a resource that's available regarding one of those wisdom books, a study guide through the through Ecclesiastes. It's titled "The Teacher," written by Katie Erickson. It's available right now at worldviewwarriors.org. That's worldviewwarriors.org. Let's just be honest: the Book of Ecclesiastes may be known for being depressing and meaningless, but we do encourage you to take a journey through this book with author Katie Erickson. Find out for yourself what it really contains. Be encouraged to find meaning in your own life through the wisdom of the teacher. Who is the teacher, by the way? Well, you'll find that out. And what wisdom can we learn from the teacher? And as the book talks about it, is everything under the sun... Truly meaningless? Well, this resource is available at worldviewwarriors.org. That's worldviewwarriors.org. It's available in paperback and Kindle. We have many other resources available as well. One is what the Bible says about. Another is about tough questions. Biblical answers to life's challenges. Some questions... That this resource digs into why do bad things happen to good people? How do you pray? What is absolute truth? Is homosexuality a sin? What is the purpose to life? One last one for you to consider. Why does God allow suffering? Friends, this book will guide you to biblical answers to these and many other life's challenging questions. Jesus never said that living out our faith would be easy. In fact, he told us, in this world, you will have trouble. But this book, Tough Questions, Biblical Answers to Life Challenges, will help you get equipped with biblical knowledge to guide you in life's journey. You got tough questions? Well, the Bible has answers, Again, Tough Questions, Biblical Answers to Life's Challenges. It's available in paperback and Kindle. You can find it at worldviewwarriors.org. That's worldviewwarriors.org. I so appreciate you taking time to be with me here for the program. Again, we also have our blog available, podcast, and this is Do Not Keep Silent. Again, find us online at Silent. .com. That's do not keep silent.com. You go out and make today great and don't be a pushover. I'm not a pushover. I'm not a pushover. You don't know.
0: Christ. I won't play your games. Just let me be. Find us online at do (laughs) notkeepsilent.com.